0: What's going on, everybody? Brad here, back with another bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. And today, we are airing some content for you because Camp Cretaceous announced its Season 3 is coming on May 21st with 10 all-new episodes under the tagline, A New Threat is Born. Uh, I am pumped. I am ready. I know it feels like just yesterday, season two aired and uh, gave us uh, a completely different storyline than maybe we were expecting. But I am pumped and ready for E750 to break out and cause some havoc, most likely, on the island and uh, for our our campers here that are left stranded on the island. So today, uh, as of this recording... We got a press release and we got a new cover sheet, a poster here for the season, as well as a teaser trailer as well. So I figured let's get this thing kicked off by taking a look together. And uh, I say that, uh, you know, you're gonna have to look at it yourself because this is audio only, but uh, take a look at the poster art because this thing is really, really cool. I love the vibe that this poster art is giving off. Um, In the poster, you're in that room that E750 was in, the container is there, whatever that container it is? whether it was cryogenically frozen, some sort of uh, on-ice machine that kept the dinosaur on ice, or if it was just in some, some kind of like liquid container that bred this dinosaur, I have no idea. It does say a new threat is born. So maybe E750 is literally being born this season. I don't know. I have no clue, but I am excited by this image because the glass is shattered. This containment unit is just destroyed. There are dents, scratches. Uh, it's just broken apart all over the place. The ground has a bunch of things strewn apart. There's there's some uh, binders and papers and glass and water all over the place. Uh, some sort of containment thing is just knocked over um so it's pretty awesome i love the vibe i love the style the blue the glow from the light that is within this containment unit it looks really really cool um, and it does have that text right in the middle that says a new threat is born so i am uh, certainly intrigued by this poster art and uh, i can't wait to learn more about what what happened what happened? I hope we get to see this thing breaking out. I hope it's not just, you know, cut to E750 out in the jungle. I hope we get to see the birthing of this creature and certainly learn a lot more about it. So, I should mention that uh, I did get an email with a little press release here. Um, and it does say that uh, the teaser trailer and poster reveal a new sinister threat will emerge on Isla Nublar. So... That's about it. There's really not much as far as a uh, um, a plot summary or anything like that. Uh, it does tell us about the 10 episodes, around 22 minutes each. That's crazy. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, a sinister threat. So, I've been wondering, do you think E750 is this sinister new threat? Uh, a new threat is born. I feel like the marketing... Everything we saw at the end of season two really leading us to believe that E750 is that threat. I know I would love it if they took a different turn and like E750 was like kind of like a nice guy, <laughs> and there is some other threat out there that that needs to be dealt with. But um, I'm sure this thing's gonna be the threat. It seems like it's certainly a hybrid, right? So it seems like it's gonna be a little bit of uh the the, the next step after the Indominus Rex. But also before the Indoraptor, something like that. It is a hybrid. So, is it in between those? Is it some sort of precursor to the Indominus that was left on ice that didn't necessarily work? Or I have no idea. I am no uh, you know expert, I guess, when it comes to whatever this container is. I don't know how creatures survive in liquid stasis and sitting there with tubes connected, or frozen cryogenically i have no clue but i'm excited to find out and i hope those are the things that we get to learn in this season with 10 episodes so in the past two seasons we've gotten eight episodes each in season one and season two this season 10 episodes i don't know why i'm very very excited by it i know a lot of people have been saying 10 episodes that's gotta mean this is the final season but I think, uh, I think Netflix and DreamWorks and Jurassic World and Universal, all those, would have let us know via the marketing or the press release that this is the final season of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous coming May 21st. But they didn't. They didn't tell us that. They just, you know, said all new episodes, May 21st. I think we can expect a lot more, you know, down the road whenever that may be, whether it's soon, whether it's after Jurassic World Dominion. I know that's very far away, but it's plausible that that's the next season is after that movie. I don't know, but um, uh, I'm very excited by 10 episodes. I think that gives them a lot of room to breathe, a lot of room to tell a story, and I think with a hybrid like this, that kind of throws a wrench, it seems like, into the storyline as far as when things take place, and when is this hybrid made, and what's the precursor to what? how does this work into things? I don't know, but i I, I would really love a good explanation, uh, whether it's from some sort of, you know, computer diary that they they come across that that showcases Dr. Wu or Eddie, the birthday guy or something like that, explaining, How this thing was born, how this thing was created, what its intention is, why it's in this container to begin with. Uh, I really hope we get some information instead of the kids just saying, I wonder what that thing's doing on ice, and then that's about it. I really hope there's a little bit more heft to it, and I hope that's why they have a few extra episodes. And I'm interested, though. I'm really, really interested in this storyline and uh, how it potentially expands. What do we tread on From the movies, do we tread on anything? Uh, You know, we do know that the intro to Fallen Kingdom is right around the corner. We do know that the kids have been around this island for a few months now. Two to three months? Something like that. Six to eight weeks, I believe, is what uh, Scott Kramer had mentioned. So that's around that time frame, right? So so I think they said it's... (laughs) Anywhere like six months later is the intro to Fallen Kingdom. So it's possible that maybe they tread on that. I don't know. But uh, I would love it if they covered that territory. Outside of that, there's really not much else to cover because Fallen Kingdom, the rest of that movie, takes place three years later. So it's not like they're going to tread on that just yet. But um, who knows? With the extra two episodes, do you think these kids get off the island? Do they need to tell that story? Do they set up a season four that potentially could take place after Jurassic world dominion knowing the original timeline with, with this show most likely, I think it was delayed about a month or so, something like that. Um, so maybe this season, season three would have come in April and then dominion would have come in June and then maybe a season four following that sometime. I don't know a few months down the road. So instead, maybe we have to project one out into 2022 sometime in the future, but I don't I don't really know if that's, you know, if that's what they're doing or not. I'm just guessing and theorizing in my own mind. So I'd assume that maybe the content in that season pertains to that. So I don't know. Is there gonna be some sort of setup that lingers for us for a while? I'm not too sure. Or did they rework something? But a lot of that is conjecture and theorizing. I have no clue what they have planned. It's it's neither here nor there, but I'm very, very excited for 10 episodes, two extra episodes. That gives us a lot to talk about and uh, a lot to theorize on when we actually do see the episodes. So I do want to dive into the teaser trailer as well. I did play it at the beginning of the show, but uh, I figured I'd kind of uh, go frame by frame a little bit here. So to kick off the teaser, we actually get this shot of the Stegosaurus, that uh, may or may not lose its plates, I guess. Uh, It's sitting here or, you know, standing here on the edge, what seems to be of uh, a hill on the coastline, eating some grass, doing something, hanging out, a Trannidon flies by. Um, It does make me wonder if this is some sort of allusion to the fact that the boat that we saw at the end of season two could be right around the corner. I've always theorized that maybe that boat will return. Um, You know, Tiff kind of, Wanted to escape, but then the Baryonyx, you know, jumped on the boat when she, like, clipped the side of the island. So maybe that boat is right around the corner. It would be interesting if if this dinosaur moved and the boat is right there or something. But uh, I have no idea. I'm just theorizing if that's maybe what the placement of this shot could be. But uh, otherwise, it's probably just a Stegosaurus grazing on the side of a hill near a cliff near the water. (laughs) Um, But a cool shot. Nonetheless, nice to see the stego up close and personal like that. Um, We do get the date on May 21st followed by, uh, you know, shots very reminiscent of the uh, ending of season two when Kenji's pressing too many buttons, causing some power issues. Compies are biting wires, causing the power to go out and causing this coolant chamber, whatever this is, I don't know. I still don't know if it's actually frozen or not. We do hear kind of like a, a thawing sound, which kind of does lead you to believe that this is some sort of frozen chamber. But we do see the steam pouring off of this thing. It looks like it's shutting down. And, you know, this is going to be the time when E750 actually does break out. So not much new in this uh, shot here. And then we do get the the next title, which says a new threat. So this is the, the start of the... The tagline for this season, A New Threat, uh, followed by shots of Brooklyn and Sammy looking very, very distraught at what they're seeing. Uh, Brooklyn kind of cues Sammy in to turn around and take a look at what's behind her. And uh, it's kind of terrifying, you know, as we saw in that uh, poster art. But um, the next uh, title sequence comes up and it completes that tagline with the words, Is Born. So completing A New Threat Is Born. So they're really hinging on this is born thing. So really making me believe that maybe this creature was never fully, you know, operational. It was never something that ran around the island or they had to put on ice. Maybe it was just something that they've been breeding, I don't know, but um I'm interested. I'm very interested by that tagline. And then the next shot we get um is the uh the shot of that uh that poster art and you'll notice things look a little bit different here it's a it's not as beat up beaten up as it as it seemed in that poster art now the vibe is a is a little bit different it's definitely darker it's not as saturated with blues and fog and steam and all that stuff rolling off of it the light is it doesn't seem to be operational anymore uh we do know like i said the compies were kind of shutting down the power and everything Um, I'm, I'm looking at this, like this filing cabinet that's here. There's something behind it. I don't know if it's like a chalkboard, a whiteboard, or even a door. Like maybe this was barricaded in or something like that. I, I don't really know what's going on there, but, um, it's interesting. So we do see that container is just completely cracked open, but there's no, like I said, there's no dents, there's no scratches. So it makes me wonder if, uh, if those, were legit in the poster art. Is that something that maybe returns while these girls are still there and just kind of, you know, they just narrowly get out of the way as the thing bashes into it, scratch, you know, t- scratches all over the thing trying to get back up. um But interestingly, you know, sure we've got some high ceilings here and everything, but the container doesn't look all that big. I know there's been a lot of people theorizing on the internet that, you know, maybe we'll see a spinosaurus, maybe we'll see something that's just a big dinosaur. Um, doesn't really look like that. I know we've heard a lot of leaks and a lot of stuff like that from toys and things, and a lot of people piecing things together. Um, but um, this looks like a small creature. Doesn't really look all that big. I, I, I feel like if it was just born, could be a small guy. I mean, maybe it could turn out to be a Spinosaurus. That's just a small one. But uh, you know, it is a hybrid, so I can I think we can expect a big mix of things. Um, something pretty unique looking. And uh, maybe something on the smaller end. That's what I'm going to guess. I feel like it's going to be somewhat small. In between maybe that uh, Dilophosaur to uh, Velociraptor stature. Somewhere along those lines. Not as big as the Indoraptor. Because that thing was really, really tall. When that thing stood up, it was pretty massive. Uh, And certainly not as big as the Indominus. But um, something uh, a little bit smaller. So maybe they work their way up to... The Indoraptor eventually I don't know but uh, anyway moving on from that scene uh, we do have um, a shot of actually right after that you get to hear the roar of this thing I'll go ahead and play that clip right here So yeah, honestly, it uh, doesn't sound like much that I've heard before. I feel like that roar is fairly unique when it comes to the Jurassic saga. I uh, initially, you know, called out audio in previous live streams or episodes or whatever it may have been. Um, that that did sound very reminiscent of. You know, something like a Spino-Raptor, which, you know, you've heard in Jurassic World Evolution or, I believe, Jurassic World, the game, or is it Alive? One of those things. Jurassic World Alive, maybe? That's a mobile game, I believe. Um... So there's a lot of theorizing that it could be something along those lines. It sound like that. It's very high pitch sounding at the end of Season 2. You do hear some very, very high shrills. But this thing is different sounding. Whatever this is sounds very unique and different to anything else. It does sound deep and guttural. So it doesn't necessarily sound like a small dinosaur. So what is this thing? What is it? We're going to get a glimpse pretty soon. But first, we see the jungle. It is raining, the storm's rolled in, and uh, a quick... This whole sequence is very, very quick, but there's a quick flash of lightning. Uh, it strikes this tree, and it looks like a... a uh, but it's, yeah, it's a palm tree amongst uh, kind of like redwood-style trees, which leads me to believe that maybe they're out still. This is a shot from them in their, uh, their Robinson Crusoe-esque camp that they've built out in the middle of nowhere instead of going to an actual legit building for some reason. They're maybe they're surviving the storm out at their own camp. Um and this this you know tree lights on fire or something like that. So that's pretty brutal. This tree just flames up instantly and it makes me wonder uh are the kids going to have to face any kind of wildfire issue or something like that or with the storm is this thing just going to go out pretty quick? I don't know if that's going to actually be an issue but I feel like it might be a little bit of an issue where this whole section could catch on fire or something like that. It would be interesting for the kids to have to deal with it. But that's not the only thing they have to deal with because right there, witnessing this this lightning strike, is the E750 creature looking pretty menacing. Uh, we don't really see the full creature intact, but we do get this very close-up shot of its eyeball. <laughs> so we do see... The skin surrounding the eyeball. Um, And of course, I don't remember what it's all called. I did have a nice little tutorial over on uh, our live stream. We went very much in depth on all the different dinosaurs that you could kind of compare this to. I was bringing up images of the original velociraptors, which I feel like this skin pattern really harkens back to that kind of skin pattern. Not to say that it's going to look exactly like a velociraptor or anything, but I feel like uh, that skin pattern is, is much more akin to that original raptor, and more so the CG representation of the original raptor in Jurassic Park. Uh, it's more akin to that than almost anything else. I really couldn't find a dinosaur in today's climate that really represented this style of skin pattern and tone. And the fact that it doesn't have that membrane around the eyeball to cause the the blinking and stuff like that, like you would see in a bird. That's what I, I kind of gathered from my, uh, my tutorial over on the live stream. Shout out to everybody who was uh, giving me some, some pointers on uh, dinosaur eyes. I, I, I'm telling you, I don't know much about dinosaurs, uh, and their, you know, eyeball movement. I guess you could say. <laughs> but uh, I did get a good amount of pointers. So. Anyway, I compared it to stuff like Spinosaurus, Indominus Rex, uh, um, Indoraptor, T-Rex. Nothing really called out as uniquely as this did. So I I feel like it's got that raptor skin pattern. And it's different than blue. That's why I feel like it's much more like the original raptors. But this eyeball, let's, let's go back to this eyeball for a second because... As soon as I see this, I'm just thinking right away, Lord of the Rings, I feel this thing is like the Eye of Sauron here, and a massive tower with a fiery eyeball just looking at me the entire time. This thing's brutal. It's demonic. It's it's. It looks like an entire galaxy within this eyeball. It is cloudy. It's it almost stormy looking inside of it. You've got this massive black slit in the eye, the red membrane looking eye with the fire glowing off of the eyeball. It's pretty pretty intense looking. I absolutely love this imagery. And I got to say, uh, throughout season one and two, I've i I've been in love with the directing of this show, the, the cinematography, the, where they're placing their lenses, and everything looks really, really amazing. And uh, this is another one of those shots where I'm like, oh man, that's really, really cool. Bravo. You did an amazing job. This thing looks incredible. I'm really, really loving it. So it is right there at this lightning strike, witnessing that tree catch on fire. So... I don't know. This is going to be pretty bad. I think these kids are in for some trouble. So this uh, this marks the end of the uh, the teaser trailer with uh, the Netflix logo. All new episodes May twenty first. So right around the corner. We are almost there. Actually, it's it's March now, and uh, just a, a few short months, and we'll be um, at March at May twenty first, watching ten new episodes. I don't really know what we have planned yet for coverage. I know we, it seems like we just completed our Camp Cretaceous Month back in January for season for season two. And uh, we re-watched all of season one. We did full episodes with, you know, uh, audio cues, commentary with the guests for all eight episodes of season one. We did watch parties over on YouTube for that. So if you guys want more content like that, for us to cover for season two before we head into season one or season three, let us know. I'll try to get on that as much as I can. Uh, we do have a full schedule coming up here, so it'll be interesting to see how we can work in the content. Um, but I'll see what we can work out. Maybe we'll introduce a lot more people this time around and have a lot more, uh, thoughts, uh, going on this time, but I'm really interested to see, uh, what is going on in this season. I hope you guys liked my little analysis here. If you want to, uh, you know, let me know what you're thinking. Be sure to uh, send us some emails, send us some voicemails. You can send emails uh, or audio files if you want to record things on your phone. You can send those to Jurassic Park Pod at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and play those probably in our next mailbag coming up in April. Not too far away. But um, if you want to, you can give a call to our voicemail line that is 732 825 7763. Those voicemails are typically around uh, a three-minute limit, so try to keep it under that if you can without getting cut off. And uh, give us a call, 732-825-7763. Let us know what you think about the teaser, the poster, the information gathered so far. Um, take some guesses, theorize as much as you can. What do you think is going on here? I'm really, really interested to find out, and we'll certainly play all those clips, and uh, any of your emails, we'll read them on the next Jurassic Mailbag. So, I think that about wraps it up. If you have anything else to let me know about, just just, uh, contact us over on social media or our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find us over on Twitter at JurassicParkPod. On Instagram at JurassicParkPodcast. We do have a Facebook group. You can go check that out. You can follow us over on Facebook as well. And, of course, be sure to follow us over on YouTube. You can follow us there. Search for the Jurassic Park Podcast and subscribe like comment we've got Cam cretaceous content we've got jurassic world dominion content we've got toy hunts live streams every wednesday night at 9 p.m we've got so much content over there for you to enjoy so please subscribe and follow us over there we'd really really appreciate it but lastly i, I don't know where you're listening to this podcast but we are available on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify amazon music audible And uh, pretty much anywhere else you want to listen to podcasts. So please download the show wherever you listen. And uh, also give it a review because we try to read those reviews at the end of nearly every episode if we can. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you want. And if you write something, I will read it at the end like I just said. So thank you guys so, so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to stay safe out there. And as always, enjoy. Enjoy.